Spam Electric Ghost, and this is our continuation of our song deconstruction series. Uh, we wrote a song called Tend Your Wounds, Sado Groove, which is actually a re recreation or a reimagination of a song we wrote a couple of months ago when we were really diving into S&M and uh, you know, fantasy sex and all kinds of uh, dark corners as part of our uh, continued work on our dark ghost concept. And some of these songs have actually gone into a different uh, collection because started to uh, just focus on Dark Ghost in a different way. But I just felt like the original version of the song, uh, I really liked it, but the vocal had too much of a, um, a loud uh, speaker effect that was a little too heavy. And I wanted to do something about it, but I didn't want to re-record the whole song because I liked the, the actual take that we did. So... I took my Morphogene from Make Noise, which is an awesome Eurorack sampler, and decided to use it to slow down the song and then remaster it uh, using some different profiles on my Zoom to kind of reduce the impact of the harshness of the vocal. And by slowing it down, it changed the dynamic of the song a little bit and allowed me to extend the song to a longer version than the original and then add some overdubs so the whole concepts in this song as i said is like uh, josephine talked about pain is a universal truth pain is what we do uh we end up in the session black and blue uh, is that the you know only truth and this is you know uh, again my kind of josephine diving deep with her partner into sadomasochist uh, sex and relationship where you know they end up in the session black and bruised but there's consensual and it's just you know what they choose to do to feel what they want to feel and sometimes you know pain is real and sometimes you want to feel it uh, to make yourself feel alive and so you can go too far in anything um, but this is something that we're exploring as a content topic for our music and Josephine has a tendency from some people who've heard her sound like she's an SNM goddess, uh, you know, princess that, you know, she's, she seems to be that kind of character. So I've kind of toyed with her being in that role. And this is a more explicit uh, version of her in the session with her partner uh, going in that way. This song, like I said, started from an original track that we did a couple months ago, brought it into the Morphogene. And through a lot of remastering through our hardware, we uh, changed it a bit. We do have some white noise going on from a Moog that we purposely uh, have in there, but um, you know, I hope it's not too oppressive, but you know, we felt that it was part of what the whole scene was. Uh, in addition, uh, we did some overdubs on the vocal with our VTO3 uh, that wasn't, that was kind of like no, not affected to kind of go against the heavily affected vocal that is already there. And, uh, you know, this is just part of our, our uh, recording technique is sometimes we go back after a couple of months and look at a track and decide we want to do something different than what we originally do. And we reimagine it with our, soft, our, our hardware. And a lot of times the Morphogene is a very good tool for that because there's so many different things you can do. And at the end of, near the end of the song, we actually run a backward tape loop through the Morphogene and do some new guitar overdubs on uh, Juno. 
and some additional lyrics that we added to the song. Now, going toward uh, some of the other stuff we like to talk about, uh, we'd be really interested in how the Roland uh, Axe Edge would have been, um, you know, useful to add additional guitar solos. Uh, and we find that this synth, you know, is kind of getting overshadowed um, by the Moog 1 and the OPZ um, in the Prophet um, X. But it's a very significant synth uh, in terms of being a keyboardist because it brings back something we haven't really had uh, in a while. Uh, I know Cork has a, has, a, has a keytar out there, but this keytar is like the king of all keytars. Uh, in terms of its capabilities, you know, it has a four-part uh, sound manipulation that you can create really fat sounds that are, you know, mimicking analog. I believe it has analog behavioral modeling uh, in its DNA. And, uh, you know, we've seen that with the System 1M and the System 8. It has Bluetooth MIDI and wireless capabilities for uh, playing. And just overall, it looks badass. And uh, if you're a synth player, you know, one of the things, if you're behind the big stack of synths, you can try to carry it off like a Keith Emerson, but a lot of people um, like to see people in a guitar-focused way. And, and a guitar gives you the ability as a keyboardist to kind of do that live performance and connect with your fans. And this guitar with the Bluetooth MIDI, uh, with a lot of the onboard sounds and the sound manipulation engine, it's really a synth. It's not just a MIDI controller. You can do a lot of cool things with the LFOs and the modulation. And it has the ability to modify the sound uh, without having the menu dive so heavy by using your iPhone, uh, which is pretty cool. And we've seen that with the Teenage Engineering OPZ. It has that kind of interface as well. I'd like to see how both of those would play together. I got an OPZ coming. And I'd like to see how both of those instruments actually play together, uh, whether or not you can call the um, sounds inside the OPZ and play them on, on a Roland Axe Edge. I've got a call into Sweetwater to my rep to figure out if that's possible. It's something I would love to do. I think it would be really cool. Um, the other thing that everybody's been talking about is the Moog 1. We've actually heard it now. And I think it's a revelation. I think we're in an age where, you know, we've got in this new age, the equivalent of like a DX7 or, you know, a Jupiter and a Prophet 5.0 coming out at once. Because we had, you know, we had the Prophet X this year, we had the Grandmother, and now we have, um, we had even the, the Korg Prologue, and now we have the One. Which is finally the realization of what the memory mode was supposed to be. And now we finally have a cutting edge analog synth. Not that the Prophet 6 isn't a cutting or, you know, edge synth or the OB6 isn't a cutting edge analog synth, but this thing is a whole new revelation. It's got, you know, 16 voices, uh, three, three timbral uh, synth. Uh, it can be three synthesized on top of each other, 48 analog VCOs firing off in unison, um, you know, sequencing on all three synths. You know, modulation matrix similar to what we have on Prophet 12s and Rev 2s. Um, and, you know, cool innovations, like the low, you know, might be a minor thing, but the fact that you can actually use the actual piano keys to actually type in information is something I've never seen before and a really cool idea that Moog implemented. Now, I know they don't have a touch screen, but, you know, having the knobs 
uh, sometimes touchscreens can, can go bad and it's something that can fail uh, over time and having the knobs, which I think is a, probably easier to replace, easier to maintain. It's, it might be a better idea if you think about it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm very impressed with it. It's a flagship instrument. I know a lot of people who are home um, hobbyists would be are, are upset that it's not $3,000. Um, but hopefully maybe they'll create a rack mount or your rack version of it. And that would be really, really cool. If they could build a version like that, they could drop the price in half. Um, that would be something that I think people would be more, uh, they could kind of suit uh, suit those people. Right now it's a keyboard, it's keyboard and having a, you know, the Fatar keyboard and the though cabinet, you know, it's somewhat of a professional, you know, is a flagship instrument. I think it jumps to the top of the line uh, regarding these kind of flagship instruments. And it's something that, you know, anybody who's a keyboardist that's, a, that's heavy into actually playing and not just recording and producing, is gonna appreciate that. It's probably gonna be in every studio. And the fact that it can, it actually can save scenes. And it can save the whole, all of the settings from my understanding onto a USB. And then you could go up to one of these on a stage somewhere so you wouldn't have to bring it with you you can rent one um for a performance you know and you could still keep yours at home which i think with this thing being a monster it's like 45 pounds you probably wouldn't be lugging it around if you can get people to set you up for a festival with one on stage uh i hope the stability of that concept is is viable because you'd hate to end up on stage and not have it work right but um, you know, it's it's being plugged that that's what you can do with it, and that's pretty cool. Uh, so as always, we're fan supported. If you subscribe to us uh, at the four ninety nine and eight nine ninety nine level, we'll provide you with a copy of one of our original CDs from back when we started at the Ghost. And uh, we've talked about that before. You give us information, you can. Favorite us on favorite us on Anchor and then provide your information and then we can send you uh, uh, that album as long as supplies last and then we can switch to a T-shirt model if we run out of those CDs. So we're hoping to uh, continue our series of uh, song interviews with with um, indie bands. We've got on deck Hydra, Mariah, and and Christina Passion, all people we interviewed previously on Spearman and shout out to Spearman because we use Spearman for our videos on Instagram. So you can see a lot of what we're talking about visually on our Instagram. We do one minute clips and we do have long form videos of our songs from SoundCloud. <clears throat> so you can check us out. We are on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, everywhere. So if you like the ghost, listen to us there. We get, you know, if you have a subscription, we get, we get funded that way too. And we're hoping to do some more Facebook live shows in the future. So thank you very much. And we'll continue to record and interview indie artists from around the world. And I hope you join us. Thank you.